0: Because great leaders will produce great results.
1: Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you may be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, and we extend to you a great welcome. We have a really fun guest with us today. She's an award-winning resilience and leadership speaker. Uh, 11 time published author and certified life coach. She's the founder and CEO of So What <laughs> and the So What Foundation. And in addition to being an author and a speaker, life coach, excuse eliminator, and entrepreneur, she is an adjunct professor at the University of Memphis, where she teaches marketing and the life skills course she created. So, welcome, Summer Owens.
2: Hi, hi, hi. Thank you so much for
1: having me. Oh yes, we're excited to have you. Before we get started, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Summer. She's known for her upbeat, no excuses personality, and Summer Owens is the young adult activator. Literally wrote the book on eliminating excuses and overcoming objections and obstacles. So uh, Summer became a mother at 15 as a result of a forced sexual encounter, But she didn't let that stop her from achieving her dreams. She graduated from high school, college, and business school with honors and was named most likely to succeed and miss university with her son by her side through it all. So her greatest challenge and accomplishment has been raising her son as a single mother. And their story has been featured not only locally but internationally as well on CNN headline news the 700 club and she as we had the chance to visit about this she now has two grandchildren and so summer you're on a roll
2: <laughs> it's been a it's been a whirlwind a nice little journey
1: absolutely well summer to get going on the show today tell us a little more about your background including any turning points in your life that's had a significant impact on you, what you're doing, and just help us get a little feel for your story.
2: Sure, absolutely. So a a lot of it you you mentioned in the introduction, but I'll I'll give a little bit more uh, detail behind it. So when I was 15, that was a very critical point in my life, and I guess in all of our lives, but for me, I was just a, a, a pretty normal teenage girl. And I ended up getting pregnant by a friend of a family member after a poor sexual encounter. And that changed everything about my life, as you can imagine. So I got pregnant, though. and um, But I I felt sorry for myself. I was really down and discouraged and even uh, attempted suicide at that time because it was a very hard point in my life. But then after I I got over myself and I stopped feeling sorry for myself, I realized I could still have the life that I thought I would have before I became a teen mom in this way. And so I really pushed myself and I graduated from high school. As you mentioned, I was graduating the top of my class and I was voting most likely to succeed. And I got a scholarship to college. I went off to college with my son. I went to college on the Emerging Leader Scholarship. And so I, I was still a leader in college and even with my son by my side. I graduated from college and I started my career And I started my career with the Memphis Grizzlies and that was uh, back in 2001 when they moved from Vancouver, Canada to Memphis. And so it was a very exciting time to be with the team. But um, I was a young mom, single mom at the time. So it was also very challenging, but I continued to push myself and I got a master's degree at that time. I got my MBA. Then I went on to work for ServiceMaster. And from there I went to work at FedEx. But while I was at FedEx, I did something that people have been asking me to do for a long time, and that was to write a book about my story. Because the one question I would get asked all the time, especially when I was in college and people would see me involved in activities and organizations and also see me with my son by my side, they would ask me, how did I do it? And my answer was always, I don't have time to think about it. All I have time to do is do it. But when I was at FedEx, I I wrote this book my memoir, my first book that really changed my life. And I'm grateful to say it changed a lot of other people's lives too.
1: That's a wonderful summer. And, and let's just go back and think about some of the things that you did that helped you get on track. What would you attribute that to?
2: Well, but some of the things that I think that really kind of kept me on track was I was really focused on my goals. I was really focused on my goals. I knew that I wanted to to have nice things in life. I knew I wanted to have a nice home. I knew I wanted to have a nice car. You know, those are the kind of things that, you know, a lot of young people think about when they grow up. They want to, want to have. I also knew that statistically teen parents or people, uh, young women who became parents as teenagers didn't have those things and struggled a lot, maybe relied on, public assistance or, or support from their family. And I I knew I didn't want those things from my life. I knew I wanted to be able to take care of myself. I knew I wanted to be able to take care of my son. And so I really began to study people who had what I thought I wanted in life, meaning who were successful, who had nice homes, who had cars, who traveled. That was also something that was important for me. And what I saw was most of them had an education. They had gone to college, They started their careers by going to college. And so I knew I needed to do whatever it took to make sure I followed that path so that I could take care of myself and my son.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and Summer and I were talking about Becoming Your Best, the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders, uh, just before the show started today. And she's just getting into the book. Good luck. Hope you enjoy it. One of the things I was thinking is, Two of the very, very powerful principles that are a predictor of success. One is to captivate a vision about your life and lead your life with a vision. The second is to manage with a plan. That's having goals. And as you think back, Summer, those are such inspiring ideas to have. And once those ideas enter into your life, it changes everything I'm just curious because you're in the business of changing lives right now. You speak in colleges and universities to young people, and that's exactly what you're doing. You're planting these seeds. As you look back, do you recall where these ideas came? How did they get into your mind? I mean, <laughs> and, and once they get in your mind, look out, everybody, because everything's going to give way.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's, and it's interesting. So you you mentioned I'm a speaker now. And so I, the last thing I said was I, I was working at FedEx and I wrote the book and the book just took off. I shared my story really to encourage some teen moms to show them they could graduate from high school. They could go to college. But then so many other people started reading the book and saying, hey, Summer, this is just a book for anybody who has any excuse to not be successful. You take away all those excuses. And so I started speaking and I, just to share my story and to sell the book, to be quite honest, I was like, well, I want to get this book out there. So I need to start speaking when people were starting to ask me to speak. But then I fell in love with it because every time I would speak, I would have a line of people waiting to talk to me and ask my opinion or share their stories. And and I, I found my, I felt like I found my calling. My purpose, my passion, like what I was supposed to be doing with my life. And so it's interesting because you mentioned the vision that I had for my life was I want to be successful. I want to be able to provide for myself and for my son. And it's, and like you just said, once you have that vision, just look out because things will kind of manifest themselves. Because I never saw myself as a speaker. That wasn't part of my vision. It was a, it, My vision was just to be successful and be able to take care of my son. And so these things just happened. And then managing with a plan, my plan was to get my education. And all of these things in the, that I did to get my education and the path that I took all lined up with where I am today as a speaker as well, because I, I am speaking in educational um, institutions all the time. But you want to something else that I thought really interesting because I did just get the book yesterday, but I've been I've been digging into it and I'm already in love with it because it's really hits on who I am, what I think. And a lot of what I speak about as well, because the other reason why I feel like I've been able to be successful and one of the things that I share with young uh, young people is number your chapter four, which is prioritizing your time. And that has been critical To me, being able to accomplish the things that I've been able to accomplish, even as a a young single mother, is understanding what's really important, where I should focus my time, and and what are the things that really don't matter and don't deserve my time.
1: That's great. Well, Summer, from the very first moment that I saw information about you, I was excited to have you on this show. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I love it <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, you know, it's that spirit that makes such a difference And and you had some uh, cards stacked against you And you've come back and pushed forward toward your dream And that's just really wonderful What What's it like being a woman minority in corporate America?
2: You know, it's it's so interesting Because when I entered corporate America at 21 I think I was 21, maybe 22 years old and at the time I worked for the Memphis Grizzlies, which is an um, NBA basketball team, like I said, when they first came to, to town, it was interesting because I was very grateful. I'll say that. I was very grateful because I was a, a minority being a woman. And I was also a minority being African American. But I had a very good team, very good staff of people who were very supportive, very inclusive, and in helping me to grow and to develop and not feel like a minority, not to be treated like a, a minority, but I also made it my mission at that time though, to educate more minorities, more women about sports, about corporate America. So that they could do the things that they need to do, pursue the education, internship opportunities, so that I would not always be such a minority. That that continued through my career. I went to work for Service Master and then I worked for FedEx. And at the same, and I was a my, continued to be a minority, uh, as you already know, in corporate America. That's still the case today. Started my career almost 20 years ago. And a, a lot of things are are still the same in terms of being minority, so it is a bit challenging, and you do have to work. Or I felt like I had to work a whole lot harder to prove myself and to be taken seriously. But I will also say that I, I'm very grateful that I don't have a lot of the uh, some of the horror stories that other other women have had, other minorities have had working in corporate America. I've been really really blessed to have uh, great supportive teams. And, great supportive managers who have helped me to grow and develop and also foster an environment for other minorities to to enter into that workplace.
1: That's great. One way to blaze the trail and inspire others. And, and from my point of view, it's actually an advantage because where you yeah. stand out, you're not just one of the crowd, right? And you have a great story mm-hmm. to tell. And so I think that's really quite inspiring. And you don't have to look right or left. You just are able to stand with anyone else. And I love that. So keep that up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I think that's an excellent point. I felt a lot of that as well, that I was able to to stand out and um, make sure I stood out in a positive way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's what I like so much. It's, it's an inspiring attribute. And if we could get everybody to do that and just put race aside and say, listen, I'm important and you're important and let's all work on being our best and making the best of life. How wonderful is that, right? You're exactly right, you're exactly right. Well, good. now uh, what is it like to tell such a personal story like you've been talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you it, it's definitely not easy. When I published my book, I described it as, get ready for this." I described it as I walk I walked out onto a stage, an audience. Of thousands before me, and I was naked. <laughs> That's how it felt. Yeah, wow. That's exactly how it felt. Quite vulnerable. As if I was yeah. standing com- completely exposed. Wow. Completely exposed, and I didn't even know. I didn't realize it would feel like that when I decided to share my story. It was just on my heart to to show some people. It's like I said, my first focus was Team Mom, just to show them this is my life and I made it. You can too. And this is exactly how I did. But it was after I wrote the book that I really felt like, oh, it's out there now. Uh, what what do people think? So I'm standing on this stage is how I feel. I'm standing on the stage naked. And it wasn't until, and luckily this didn't take very long, somebody said that the book was good. Somebody said that they learned something from. And they started to give me very specific examples of what they liked about it or what they got from it or how it encouraged them, how they it inspired them that I'm like, I'm okay standing on this stage in this way because it's helping somebody. So it was very scary at first. I felt, ex- you know, exposed, even though I exposed myself. It was very scary. But I after, the more and more I started to get confirmation that I was doing the right thing by sharing my story, I wanted to share more. And I felt more and more comfortable with it. And so here I am today and we're talking and I've written the book and I've written other books and created curriculum around it where I'm like, let's go deeper. I'll share even more. I wanted you to you you young people, adults, whoever reads it or whoever follows my programs, to to dig as deep as you can into my story to get whatever pieces of it that can h- encourage and inspire you. So, like I said it was hard, but it has it's been 10 years now and I'm I don't regret for a second doing it.
1: Well, yeah, that's uh, I'm so glad that you have as well. Uh, one of my mentors shared that that which is most personal is frequently most general. In other words, mm-hmm. sometimes we think these deep, dark, very personal secrets and struggles and challenges are something only we have. But as you begin to share it, people just relate to it. They know somebody or they, you know, it's a human side of us of of having to go through challenges like this. And when you're so open like you are, it helps people relate. It gives encouragement to them with their challenges. And so nice going on being vulnerable and open because it actually works to the opposite. It it becomes a strength.
2: I appreciate that, and I definitely have felt that it has drawn me closer and closer to people. And and like I, like you know we've mentioned before, it helps people to see I'm not alone. Somebody else has gone through that. Somebody else has experienced that. And somebody else has gotten through that. And I'm happy to be a person that they can look to to say that that's the case for them.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, and I've been excited to talk about. So what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you say it.
1: <laughs> Tell us about so what. What is that? What? Give us the background on it. Describe it. Help us understand it.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And so first of all, kudos to you because you said it exactly right <laughs> in the intro, and that's exactly the the attitude that I want people to to have with it. Is is to to learn how to say so what. So like I mentioned when I wrote the book. I wrote it for teen moms because I wanted them to see that they could graduate from high school. They could go into college. They could still be successful. But so many other people started reading the book, my first book, my memoir, and saying, Summer, this isn't just for teen moms. This is for anybody who has any excuse for not being their best. Any excuse for not being successful. And I'm a woman of faith. And I remember going to bed one night and I said, what is this? What is this? If I'm not, if it's not just for teen moms, it's for anyone. And my heart had told me that I can help people to be successful. And I woke up the next morning and, and I felt like God told me some of your business is called So What? <laughs> Think about the things that you already say to people when they they tell you they can't do this, they can't have that and, you're, and, and all these things that are wrong in their life. And I was already saying, so what? So what? So what? That's your problem. So what if you don't know your father? So what? You don't have name brand clothing because that's a big deal for young people in a lot of cases. Or, or so what? You don't live in a big house. So what? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? And so the next step is so now what? It's like first of all, when when challenges come in your life, the first thing you need to say is so what. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop looking for excuses, and just say so what. It is what it is. That's the case. So now what? And start creating a plan to move forward from it. It's just a powerful statement that I want to encourage everybody to say, no matter what challenges they face. And I think, you know, right now with us living during this pandemic experience, none of us have had before. We all are experiencing a lot of uh, loss, a lot of pain, a lot of frustration. But I want people to say, so what? Like, it, it, we're all going through this. So stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop beating yourself <laughs> up. Stop beating up other people and say, so what? How are we going to move forward from this? And uh, and I will say, too, so one of the people that I look up up to and really admire is Oprah Winfrey because of her resilience story and, you know, her background and where she came from and how she has really encouraged and inspired millions and millions of people in building her empire, and so I, was like, I took a, a page out of her book and when she had Harpo Studios, which was Oprah spelled backward, and I wanted my name incorporated into the name of my business because it is so personal. It's all based on me and my life, my story, and how I use that to help and encourage other people. And that's where the SO comes from. So it's my initials. And it's also that powerful statement of saying, hey, you got to keep it moving. Life happens. Keep going. So
1: what? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up Oprah. She is a flat out inspiration, isn't she? She really is. Yeah. I'm glad she's glad she is such a person she is. All right. Well, now let's give a few tips to our listeners before we kind of go into the uh, wrap up of our session today. Time always flies so quick. So once you say, so what, and by the way, we, in our seminars and, we add one other thing. I love it. So what? And then we say, what a blessing. And then think of why it is a mm-hmm. blessing, you know, because that's what you're saying essentially. All right. So what? You can't change it. Let's get with it. And now, how do we go forward? So, what are your recommendations, Summer? So what? And what do we do next? What are some things that you recommend? Well,
2: sure. So, I'll say, th- I would like to offer three. First, I'd say, Look for the lesson. And whatever your challenge is, whatever you're going through, there is something to learn. There's something to learn. So look for the lesson mm-hmm. and what, and ask yourself in this problem, in this challenge, in this circumstance, what am I supposed to be learning from this? And how can I apply this to, to my future? My future problems, my future opportunities. Look for the lesson.
1: Yeah, great. Okay.
2: And this, I saw two others. I'll offer. I'd like to offer three. So, no, well, number one, though, is look for the lesson because in dealing with obstacles and dealing with challenges, which is really what I focus on and helping people to be more resilient, is looking for the lesson. But the second one, and um, and I love it because, like I said, when I picked up your book and started reading it, we would be fast friends. <laughs> we'll be fast friends because the second and the third are actually things that you talk about in your book. But the second is um, be accountable. Mm. Be accountable. Re- recognize your role in the situation. Recognize your role in the situation. Did you create the problem? Or what, because in some situations that we find ourselves in and some challenges we find ourselves in, we may have created that challenge. So be accountable for what you did and how you may have contributed to that. And then in some cases, maybe you did not. Either way, you're accountable for your life. You're accountable for the decisions that you make to move forward from those challenges. Indeed. So be accountable. And then a third is, is one that I said that you have as well, and it's, one, it's a big one for me too, is never give up. Never give up. So life can be really, really hard sometimes, and life can be really unfair sometimes. But if you have a goal and you have a mission, you have a passion, then go for it. And I think the harder the goal, the bigger the goal, the harder it's going to be to get it. But the more rewarding it will be once you do. Once you do, because for me, like I said, I was fifteen. I had a, a baby by somebody I didn't even know. But I said, no, I want to be successful. I want, I want to be able to provide for myself and for my son. I want to have, be able to have anything I want in life, and not just materialistically and so there were times many times as a high school student as a college student as a working professional as a single mom working on my master's degree that i wanted to give up why because it's hard <laughs> it was hard every step of the journey was hard but i and i wanted to give up many many times but i stayed focused on my goal and here i am today now i've had my master's degree for for 15 years. And I kind of look back on all those times and I can still say, yeah, it was hard. It was difficult, but look where I am now because I didn't give up. And so that would be my third one is if you have a goal and it's something that you really want in life, don't let anything deter you and don't ever give up.
1: All right, Summer, you are a powerhouse. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Way to be. Well, let's see. We're at the end of our interview today. Any final tips you'd like to leave with our listeners?
2: Those three tips that I just gave, I think, will will take people a very, very long way. But probably the, the last thing I would just say is, is remember when the, the challenges come in your life, and I don't care if they're small or if they're large, try to practice saying, so what? Let that be the first thing that comes out of your mouth. When when you drop your cell phone and you break the, break the screen, you get mad, right? <laughs> so let the first thing that come out of your mouth say, "Be so what, so what? It's just a phone. It's just a phone. I can get it fixed. I can get it replaced. Or something much more major in the reality of what we're dealing with right now, maybe you lost your job. Maybe you've been furloughed from your job. Or maybe if there's students listening to this, and I think you have listeners of all types. Yep. Maybe you didn't get to graduate. Maybe you didn't get to walk across the stage. And that hurts. It's devastating. It's probably something you've been looking forward to all of your life. Even in that situation, lost your job, didn't get to walk across, so what? So what? And then go back to those things that I just said before. is okay, what's the lesson in this? What, what can I glean positive from this situation? How can I turn this thing into a positive thing? And so, yeah, that's what I believe people with is practice saying so what? And understanding that so what doesn't mean you don't care. What so what means is you care more about getting past the situation rather than focusing on the problem.
1: Okay, great. And the sooner you say that and get with it, the better off you're going to (laughs) be.
2: Exactly, exactly. You said it, I promise. And in one of my presentations, it's exactly what I say. Your ability to, to be successful in spite of challenges is directly related to how fast you're able to say, so what.
1: (laughs) Indeed. All right. Well, Summer, how can people find out about what you're doing?
2: The best way to reach me is on my website and it's summerowens.com. It's my name, summerowens.com. I am all over social media, but the best way to get to those is just to go to my website and you'll find links to all my social media there. I love talking to people. I love connecting with people and I love helping people. So, I would love for you to go to my website, check me out, check what I'm doing out, send me a message, ask me a question, listen gaze and um and let me support you any way I possibly can.
1: Well, good, summer. well, it's been a delight having you on the show today. Love your spirit, and your parents named you the right name.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate, it. I really appreciate it. I've been truly enjoyed being on the show.
1: okay, same here of having you here, and to all of our listeners. Never forget you two are making a difference every single day and you're a light, you're an influence, you're a radiance, and it, it affects everybody around you. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day.
0: Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Or visit becomingyourbest.com today.